Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. I have a church in Fort Lauderdale. It's your prophetic church where we are empowering you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. It's a prophetic church where Jesus is exalted and the Holy Spirit moves freely. Amen. God is good. You come to our services in Fort Lauderdale, 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. That's 10.47 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. Come to my church. I want to meet you in person. You want to sit under this anointing. There's a particular anointing because of all the worship and all the prayer. Because we're a house of prayer first. And we're a church second. And we're equipping you. So come on over. If you are not in South Florida, visit us when you come in town for vacation. But you can watch our first service online at www.ahop.org. Online. If you're a web church member, you get more access to me. You can be in my virtual, personal virtual life group on Zoom on most Tuesdays. Right now, we're studying the life of David, and I love it. It's a good study. We're learning and growing so much through that. I invite you to join. Amen. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. You heard me mentioning it in the pre-broadcast broadcast. And you'll hear me mention it in the post-broadcast broadcast. It's a prayer movement where in about 250 nations, Spain just joined up, Trinidad, Colombia, Mexico City. We are expanding, proliferating in the nations of the earth for the glory of God. Our vision is awakening and revival. I'm looking for prayer leaders or prayer warriors who have a heart to become a prayer leader and mobilize intercession in your city in such a way that come hell or high water, pandemic or politics, we stand together in unity praying for God's will and his will alone, which is soul saved, bodies healed, people delivered, amen, church is strong, revival and awakening. God is good. Go to awakeningprayerhubs.com to check out those options. Find a hub, start a hub. Ignite Network, you're about to get blown away by some of the stuff we're planning. If you're not part of the Ignite Network, you can join my prophetic family, free from judgment and Jezebel's. Learn and grow in a safe environment. 
Amen. Quit joining all those wacky Facebook groups where the false prophets hang out, try to scan you. Stop. Get some true accountability, some family, some help interpreting your dreams and visions, some prayer covering and support. IgniteNow.org. Go check that out. You're going to see a lot of cool stuff coming in the days ahead. I've been brainstorming with the Holy Ghost. And you know what that means? That means fresh oil and new creative ideas to empower and edify you. Amen. Today's devotion, I am reading from Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Well, today's devotion, let me tell you, is titled, Beware of the Fire Starters. The fire starters. Now there's good fire starters and there's bad fire starters. Amen. Somebody starting a fire for God, that's a good thing. Somebody starting a fire of the enemy in your life, that's a bad thing. But here's what the Lord says. Some people will seek to take advantage of relational difficulties between you and those closest to you. Your partners, co-laborers, friends, and family. These are these people are fire starters. Their tongues are set on fire with flames from hell, and they launch fiery darts against you in the name of care and concern. Catch that. Those who are truly concerned about you and your relationships will seek to put out fires, not start them, says the Lord. So beware of those with wagging tongues, even when they seem to have your best interest at heart, says the Spirit of the living God. My, 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 my. That'll cause you to think. Some of you need to grab a copy of this devotion and really meditate on some of these prophetic words. Listen, today's scripture references are Proverbs 26, verse 20 through 22. Proverbs 16, verse 28. James 3, 6 through 8. And Matthew 5, verse 9. Now the prayer starter, help me to close the door to gossip and slander, Lord. Help me to discern when someone, knowingly or unknowingly, is trying to set off a fire in my relationships with others. Give me the wisdom to respond rightly and walk in peace with all people. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we praise you today. We give you praise and honor and glory because you are good. You are a good, good father. We exalt you today. Come on and praise the Lord with me. We exalt you today. There is no other God like you, God. You are the all-consuming fire. You are the God who burns away things that hinder love in our hearts. God, we want to walk with you. We want to, to, to talk with you. We want to see you as you really are. So we praise you in advance. We praise you. Even now, we praise you by faith with so many things going on in the world, so much happening around us, death, disease, strife, pillage, all these wars and roars of wars. You are still on the throne. You are still almighty God. You are still our all in all. You are our everything. So we lift up that name, that name, that name, that name that's above all names. The name of Jesus. We lift up that name, that name, that name, that beautiful name, that wonderful name, that powerful name. We lift up that name of Jesus today, right now, over every circumstance in our life. Jesus rules. Jesus reigns. When things don't look right, God is still right. When things look wrong, God is never wrong. When things look late, God is never late. 
When things look like they're lacking, God is never lacking. When things look feeble, God is not feeble. He's a strong God. He's the all-powerful God. He's the almighty God. He's the omnipresent God. He's a very present help in time of need. We praise you, God, because that is who you are for us. You are our everything. Whatever we need in the moment, whatever, whoever, you need us. We need you to be. You are that. If we need a counselor, you're a counselor. If we need a friend, you're a friend. If we need a disciplinarian, you are a disciplinarian. And you discipline those whom you love. If we need a rerouter, you're a rerouter. You will reorder our steps. <laughs> you will reorder our steps when we go the wrong way. You are for us. If you want to be for us, whatever we need in the moment. That is how good you are. Paul says, would you, I'm a Jew to a, to a Gentile. I'm a Gentile. I try to be all things to all people so I can win some. God has stooped down to our level to speak to us in a language that we can understand because after all, his thoughts are higher. His ways are higher. We can't even comprehend him in so many ways. We can only scratch the surface of his glory. We can only scratch the surface of his beauty. We can only scratch the surface of his wisdom. And he has come down in the form of Jesus. He came from heaven to earth to show us a better way of life. And then when he ascended on high to the Father, he sent us his Holy Spirit to continue leading us, to continue guiding us. God, we praise you for that. You've not left us as orphans. You've not left us alone. You've not left us without power. You've not left us without authority. You've not left us without instruction. You've not left us without direction. You've not left us without wisdom. You've not left us without any good thing, but your word tells us plainly that you've given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Your word tells us plainly that you have blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Your word tells us plainly that we have the mind of Christ, access to the way that you think. We are so grateful, God, that you have set us up for success. Everlasting success, eternal success, eternal hope, eternal joy, eternal peace, eternal life. That is what you gave us, and we thank you, Lord, today for that life. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, today for that life you came to give us. You came to give us life in abundance to the full until it overflows. That is the life that you've given us. We're going to walk in it. Come on now. We're going to walk in it. We're going to walk in it. We are going to walk in. We are determined to walk in the abundant life. Come on, who's determined with me? Let's put our determination where our desire is. Let's put our determination on what God desires for us. Let's put our determination on walking in the perfect will of God because his will is the best will. His way is the best way. God, we are determined to walk in abundance. We are determined today. Because we know you're determined. God, we know that you're determined. You already told us. You said the thief comes, but John 10, 10. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. And God, we know that the enemy is determined. We know that he is dogged. We know that he is just adamant about stealing our joy, our peace, our families, our nations, we know the enemy is raging. We know the enemy is determined. We know that he has got his mind set on stealing from us. We know this because you told us, you said the enemy comes to steal. John 10 10. 
And we We bind the head of the thief right now in Jesus' name. I speak to every demon power that has a wicked grip on what belongs to us. And I say, no, Moss Devil. We pry your little nasty fingers off of that which belongs to us. We bind the hand of the thief in Jesus' name. We say, take your hands off. Take your hands off our abundance. Come on. Tell them, take your hands off my abundance, devil. Take your hands. In Jesus' name, take your hands off my abundance. In Jesus' name, take my take your hand off my family. In Jesus' name, take your hand off my finances. In Jesus' name, take your hand off my church. It, come on, the hand of the thief. Come on, bind it. We bind the hand of the thief in Jesus' name. Come on, who's with me? Be determined. He's determined. Be determined. He's determined. I bind the head of the thief over my ministry. I bind the head. Come on, say this out loud. I'm agreeing with you. I bind the head of the thief over my prodigal, trying to steal salvation that the Lord provided with trickery, tomfoolery, smoke and mirrors. Jesus came. He said, I came to give you a life in abundance to the full till it overflows. Jesus said, the enemy comes to steal and to kill. Jesus warned us, the enemy is coming with an agenda of death. He warned us, the enemy is coming with an agenda of death. He warned us, the enemy is coming. One of his motives, one of his MOs, one of his objects, one of his strategies, one of his goals, one of his outcomes is the agenda of death to kill. Some of you, I see this, Lord. Some of you, your, your reputations have been murdered. Some of you, he has killed your hopes and your dreams. Some of you, he has killed relationships. This wicked one, the adversary, who roams about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Some of you have seen the death wish of the enemy manifest in your life. But let me just tell you something. Let me give you hope. Let me encourage your hearts today. Whatever the enemy is coming to kill, listen to me very carefully. You've got to hear this. Whatever the enemy is coming to kill, whatever's hanging on by a threat, or whatever looks dead. I said, whatever's hanging on by a threat, or whatever looks dead. God is a resurrection God. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. <laughs> I am. I am the resurrection. That's what Jesus said. Is that what he said? That's what he told Martha and Mary. I am the resurrection and the life. He told Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus said, I came to give you life. Not just any kind of life. That word life is the Greek word zoe. It is the God kind of life. It is the very life of God. Do you think that God himself, seated on the throne, is ever sick or worried or upset? No. When we give ourselves over to the abundant life that God has provided for us through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we don't have to be angry and upset and worried about the things going on around us. The problem is there's a war in the heavens and there's a war in our mind and the enemy comes with a death wish. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection. And right now in Jesus' name, I speak, come on, agree with me. I speak 
right now in Jesus' name. I speak to the things that are hanging by a thread and almost dead. And I speak to the things that look dead like they can't ever live again. And I speak to those dry bones and I command them to live again. I speak resurrection power over every dead thing in your life that the enemy came in and wreaked havoc upon. I speak resurrection power over your marriage. Come on. I speak resurrection power over your prodigal. Come on. I speak resurrection power. Come on. You've got resurrection power on the inside of you. You understand me? The spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of you. That means that's resurrection power. Now, let come on. Listen to me. Let the resurrection power come out your mouth. Do you hear me? I'm, I'm pre-teaching you. Let the resurrection power come out your mouth. Let the Holy Spirit clothe your words and cloak your words with an anointing that makes the devil flee. Come on. Speak this out loud with this interactive prayer today. I'm pre-teaching you. I speak resurrection power over our marriages. I speak resurrection power over our finances. I speak resurrection power over our churches. I speak resurrection power, God, release your resurrection power in those areas where the enemy has come in with a death wish. Release your resurrection power in those areas where the enemy has come in with a murderous agenda. Release your resurrection power, God, over those areas of our lives, over those areas of our bodies, our relationships, our careers, where the enemy has come in with a swift, satanic swell flood. Father, we're grateful that your word tells us when the enemy comes in like a flood, that you raise up a standard. When the enemy comes in like a flood, you raise up a standard. When the enemy comes in like a flood, you raise up a standard. Oh, Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that you are our standard. And we want to live and walk and move like you. We want to live that Zoe life, that God kind of life, where we're not moved by the things that move the world, where we're not overtaken by the worries that overtake the world. We want to walk in the resurrection power. Jesus, you said, I am the resurrection and the life. You are our life. You are our only good. And you said, I came to give you a life in abundance to the full until it overflows. That's what he said. He said, the enemy comes but to steal kill and destroy, but I came. <laughs> I can just hear him saying that. I can just see him telling his disciples that, oh yeah, the enemy, you, you, he's gonna come, he's gonna try to steal, he's gonna try to kill, he's gonna try to destroy, but I came. I came to give you life in abundance to the full until it overflows. Now, one of the names for the devil in the Bible is the destroyer. That's one of his names. He's not just a thief. He's not just a murderer. He's a destroyer. So listen to me. Sometimes the enemy doesn't just kill something so it has to be buried. Sometimes the enemy destroys something right before your eyes and leaves the rubble there as a memorial of his power so that you can dwell. I hope you're hearing me. So that you can dwell on the pain. Walk in unforgiveness and shame and all these hopeless feelings. I said, sometimes the enemy comes in and it'll just kill something that's buried out of your sight. See, when, you, when something dies, you bury it. When something dies, you bury it. It's buried. But when something is destroyed, sometimes the rubble is right there in front of your eyes. And the enemy has come in with an agenda to destroy. But I'm going to tell you this. 
If, if the enemy has come in and destroyed, don't look at the thing he's destroyed. Look at the God who will redeploy you. God has something better for you. And if God can't resurrect, if God it's not God's will to put back together the pieces of whatever the enemy destroyed, he'll give you something better. Because God said, Jesus said, the enemy comes but for to kill, steal, and destroy. But I came that you might have life to the full and abundance till it overflows. So, Father, we choose today to stop looking at the memorials of our failures. We choose today to give us the grace to help us to stop meditating on what the enemy did in past seasons to destroy our opportunities, to destroy relationships, to destroy our finances. We choose today not to look at the work of the enemy and linger on something that we can no longer change. It's done. It's over. The divorce papers are signed. Don't keep looking at the ink. It's already dry. You can't change the past. There's no grace. I can't change the past. But what we can do is we can live this day in the God kind of life. We can live this day giving glory to the Lord Jesus Christ because he's going to work it all out. He's going to work it together for good. Whatever it is the enemy is coming with, whatever kind of flood, whatever kind of thievery, whatever kind of destruction, whatever kind of death, we can choose not to keep staring at what's wrong, but begin to look at the one who's right. So God, give us grace today. Give us grace. Help us to form new habits. Come on. Help us to form new habits, God. Help us to remember when all the hell is breaking loose against us. Help us to remember to keep our eyes upon you because you promised that you will keep us in perfect peace. When we do that, when we keep our mind focused on you, when we think about things that are good and lovely, honorable, praiseworthy, the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That is your word. That is your promise. And that is what we stand on because you are the resurrection and you are the life. And how grateful we are, Lord, that you are for us. And if you are for us, then who can be against us? We will gaze upon your beauty. We will be a people of one thing. And yes, we're not going to just ignore what the enemy is doing as if somehow he'll stop if we don't engage in battle. But before we engage in the battle, we're going to look to the one who has the battle plans that bring us victory. We're going to look to Jesus, the glorious warrior God, Jehovah the war. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord the sword. We are going to look at the beauty of our beautiful Savior and get equipped to go back and take what the devil stole. And how grateful we are that you warned us that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but you didn't believe it there. You didn't believe it with the warning. That would have been fair enough if you left it with the warning, God. That would have been fair enough. You give us a heads up. What more can we hope for? But you're a God of more than enough. So you didn't just tell us the enemy's plans. You contrasted the enemy's plans with your plans and purpose and will for our life. You came to give us life in abundance to the full until it overflows. And today, we choose life. Today, we choose life. Today, we choose Zoe, the God kind of life, undisturbed by the world around us. Today, we choose the life that the Holy Spirit gives us day by day, renewing our inner man day by day, strengthening us day by day, giving us wisdom day by day. That is the life that we choose, and that is the life that we will walk in. And how grateful we are and how much we love you, God. 
Words cannot express me. Your words cannot express me. Your words cannot express our great love for you. And we love you because you first loved us. So we praise you and we thank you, the life giver and the life sustainer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Come on, we're not done praying yet. Wasn't that encouraging? Praise God. Wasn't that inspiring? Now listen, there's a scripture in Isaiah, and I don't want you to take this wrong. People are not our enemies. And I know that, you know, Jesus says, bless your enemies. There, there are a sense in which people can become our enemies. But when we speak of spiritual warfare, we're not speaking of human enemies, right? You know that. When we talk about spiritual warfare, the fact that we're saying spiritual means it's not natural warfare. Okay. So before anybody gets upset, thinks I'm teaching people to call down fire on human beings like James and John wanted to do when Jesus wasn't allowed to walk through Samaria or like Elisha did when they were making fun of him and called him bald head. We're not talking about people here. We're talking about spiritual enemies. And Isaiah 26 verse 11 says, Lord, your hand is lifted high, but they do not see it. Let them see your zeal for your people and be put to shame. Listen, let the fire reserved for your enemies consume them. Let the fire reserved for your enemies consume them. Let your fire consume your enemies. Let the fire for your adversaries consume them. You understand? We're releasing fire against the enemy's plans. Do you understand? This is fire that will devour your enemies. Let fire consume your enemies. Throw them into the fire intended for your enemy. See, the enemy has a fire reserved for you. You remember when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the enemies had a fire, and they said, turn it up seven times hotter. They said, turn it up seven times hotter. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were God-fearing young men. They refused to compromise their faith no matter what. And they were thrown into this fire. And it was seven times hotter than it was normally supposed to be. And the, the ones, listen, the ones that threw them in the fire were consumed by the fire that they had prepared for the righteous ones. Now, back then in the Old Testament, it was people. Right now, we're talking about spirits. The enemy, listen to me, the enemy has planned a fire for you that's seven times hotter than anything you can handle. The enemy has prepared fire, the enemy has prepared fiery trials for you that are going to make you feel like, wow, where is God? I know I've been through these trials. Maybe you've been through these trials. The fiery trials. The Bible calls them fiery trials. Peter calls it a fiery trial. He said, beloved, don't think it's strange, this fiery trial that's come upon you. Are you tracking with me? If you're tracking with me, say amen. Peter said, think it not strange, these fiery trials that come upon you. So I'm telling you, the enemy brings at certain times in our lives fiery trials, but then he says, let's turn it up seven times higher. Let's make it hotter. That's what happened with Job. The fire was turned up so high that his wife said, just curse God and die. Like, just, it's not even worth living anymore. That was her attitude. 
Job's wife was like, I I'm done. Just curse God. Let's just get out of here. Forget about it. I don't want to live anymore. That's the kind of trial that he'll bring sometimes in your life. It's not just an ordinary trial, not just a fiery trial, but the seven times harder. But I'm here to tell you today, if you'll hear me, if you'll stand firm in faith, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if you will stand firm knowing that God will deliver you, if you will not be moved by the fire, those who try to put you, those demon powers, the fire of God will burn up their plans against you. And you will, you will come out of that fiery trial, not even smelling like smoke. Do you follow me? So Father, in the name of Jesus, I just lift up all of those who are going through fiery, 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 fiery trials where the enemy has turned up the heat seven times harder. I lift up all of those to you who are going through the trial of their life, who wonder where you are, who are wondering if it's even worth it, whose faith is being sifted. I lift up all those to you right now who are walking through pain and heartbreak and diagnosis of disease and they don't know what's going to happen, how long they're going to live. I lift up all of those who are going through these fiery, 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 fiery trials, the seven times hotter trials. And Lord, I ask you in the name of Jesus, let your fire consume our adversaries in Jesus' name. God, I'm asking you, let the fire reserved for your enemies, the demon powers that hinder us, the demon powers that thwart us, the demon powers that come and try to steal, kill, and destroy, let the fire reserved for your enemies consume these demon powers in Jesus' name. Burn up their plans in the name of Jesus. Let your fire fall, God. Let your fire fall, God. Let your fire fall, God, on every demonic agenda. We release double fire into the enemy's camp in Jesus' name. I say double fire, double fire, double fire, double fire, double, come on, triple fire. You know what? The enemy tried, the enemy tried to put you in a fire seven times harder, so we say seven times fire on the enemy's camp. Seven times fire on the plans and purposes of the wicked ones. Seven times hotter. Seven times hotter. Seven times hotter. And you know, seven times is just the number for God's perfect amount. Seven times. That's a divine number. Seven times. Seven times. Seven times. Seven times. We release a sevenfold fire into the enemy's camp. We release it in the name of Jesus. A sevenfold fire. Seven times fire. Seven times hotter into the enemy's camp. We burn up every plan of the enemy that's coming against our lives. And we say that we will stand ourselves in the fire of God and let him purge us and, and cleanse us from unrighteousness and deliver us from the ties that bind. We will. We shall. Stand in the fire of God that purifies our hearts. Break common ground with the enemy. But Father, I thank you that the fire of the enemy is no match for your fire. The fire of the enemy is no match for your fire. Your fire, you yourself describe yourself, God, as an all-consuming fire. You yourself describe yourself, God, as an all-consuming fire. You yourself, God, describe yourself as an all-consuming fire. So, Lord, help us pursue your presence in such a way that we are enveloped deeply into your all-consuming, your presence, your all-consuming fire, where when the enemy, when the enemy comes with accusations and warfare tactics, 
Because we're, listen now, because we're in your presence, because we have made you our refuge and our strong tower, and because you are an all-consuming fire, when we hide in you, around our lives, we discover that there is a firewall. There is a firewall. There is a firewall. There is a firewall. When we are under your shadow, we're not just under your shadow. We're inside a firewall. When we are hidden in Christ, we're not just hidden in Christ. There is a firewall around us because God is an all-consuming fire. Are you listening? Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? This is shouting material. This is good news. Our God is an all-consuming fire. And when we hide ourselves in him, when we pursue his presence, that sweet spot, that secret place. There's a firewall around us that the enemy's fire cannot penetrate and he won't even dare. So Father, we thank you for the firewall. Come on, this is good stuff. We thank you for your firewall that protects us from the fire of the enemy. And we choose today to live a life that's pleasing to you, breaking all ties and all common ground with the wicked one. We don't want any part of him. We want to follow your purpose, your plan, your will for our lives. Help us to navigate your will in such a way that brings you honor. We don't want to keep making the same mistakes and giving the enemy an opportunity to bring his fire into our lives. But we want your fire to dominate our lives. We praise you and we thank you. We honor you this morning because you are worthy. You are worthy. As far as our natural enemies, I know we have humans, human beings who don't like us. We bless them. We bless them. We bless them. But we call down fire on the spiritual enemies. Seven times hotter. While we ourselves are hidden behind the Holy Ghost firewall. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Come on, isn't God good? Oh, Jesus, isn't God good? Isn't he good? Isn't he good? Isn't he good? If you just come on and you've not shared this, I need to share this with somebody. That's a whole, I need some notes on that. That firewall, my God, that's a good thing. I just heard that notion in my spirit that there's a firewall. If our God is an all-consuming fire, and he is, then when we hide ourselves in him, there's a firewall around us. You know, they speak of firewalls as a security measure in in, uh, the cyber world. Your computer, you can set it up to have a firewall. What does the firewall do? It keeps intruders out, right? So when you hide yourself in God, you are surrounded by a firewall. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You know what? It takes... It takes some effort to do that. It doesn't just fall upon you. You've got to be pursuing the, the, the will of God. God, did you know God has a plan, a purpose, and a will for you? Did you know that? He has a plan, a purpose, and a will for your life. And it's good. It's the best. I've got a new series starting on uh, pretty soon here. Yeah. I've got a new series starting. It's called Navigating the Will of God. And you can go over to... School of the Spirit, if you want to get involved in that and watch that. There's going to be like four or five teachings. It's not a deep series, but navigating the will of God. You know, there's seven different facets of the will of God. And as you know, there's a, well, there's a lot of teaching on this. I'm going to be doing over the next several weeks. So if you want to be involved in that, go over to schoolofthespirit.tv and get involved in that. We need uh, your support to do what we do in the ministry. Just bottom line. It's by your donations that we keep going. 
that we're able to do what we do. And most everything we do is no charge to you. So we do appreciate your partnership, your support. We're so grateful for it because we need it. JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. You can use the Cash App. Cash App is I, dollar sign I am Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give text the word pray, 754-701-2161. You can text the word pray. Amen. You can use the PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. PayPal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. And if you want to send a Christmas card or a Starbucks card or a testimony, uh, you can send that uh, via, via snail mail at P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. God is good. All the time. All the time. All right, guys, that's all I got. I'm going to go. I love you. I'll see you later. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.